Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash IMTV and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash IMTV. Honestly, they're not that bad. Welcome to a new episode of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I am Fern here with Dom. Yo, what up? Hey, everybody. So if you have been listening to us for any real period of time, you would know, like, we try not to get too political. Then we go on and we get super political. Um, and this is one of those other times. Uh, obviously, where we are as a, as a country has been... Um, how do you, how do you say this? Um, real fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. And, uh, it just, just wanted to go ahead and just say as a podcast, as people that we support what's going on. Yes. Obviously black lives matter. hundred percent. Everything that's going on, we support. Yes. And we know that sometimes things get diluted and all your parents tell you something, you know, this really happened. And you're like, if you do any type of research, you know, that's not true. Yeah. And that's where we were. We just really want you to know is like as black and white, as we always say, as black and white, as some things may be, it's not always that way. Mm-hmm. And this is a perfect example where we've seen it in our own state when the media on both sides are trying to tell you yeah. one thing, but literally people in the streets are showing you the truth. It's like, maybe you should pay attention to the people that are actually there. That yeah, are witnessing the people, that. yeah. The people in the, in the streets who are actually trying to, to do, who are pushing for better. Like the people who actually like, don't want like the destruction and all that. Huh. That's yeah, it's strange, weird, huh? it's weird, right? It's weird how they're the ones that are on the street, some even recording what's happening, but then, I don't know, news media and all these different outlets are telling you otherwise, and it's like, huh, well, I mean, Fox News said this, and I CNN just, showed me this. God, I wish what they would do, if they were real journalists, what they would do is they would honestly... To show like how the discrepancy in America is for not just the outside world, but for America itself to look at the in a mirror is to show protests at the beginning of the month and the end of the month and look how different they were handled. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, these white people don't they? They want to get haircuts. They want to go to the nail salon. They want to go to their malls to shop. Oh, we can't. We can't touch them. Like we can't do anything to them. We might, we can't as, well, we might their, as well give in. That's their First Amendment right. Yeah. They can go and protest. You know what? You know what? We'll we'll cut it short. Yeah. If, Next week we'll open. You know what? If a if a white guy wants to walk into a subway with a, a rocket launcher, he can. He has every right to. I don't. I I always go back to that because to me that is the most white privileged thing I can ever think of. Like you were you like this is a weapon of literally of mass destruction. Yeah. And you're just walking around with it, no big deal, no one's trying to stop you. A little kid has a little toy gun yeah. and automatically the police have to shoot him. And that's that's one thing too, is that with 
I, I don't know. At least I've experienced where people say, yeah, but you're only speaking out against now. It's like, no, this has been happening for so long. Mm. We literally saw a 12-year-old boy get murdered. Mm. And the cops were like, well, he thought. So it's yeah. all forgiven. Mm. And back then it was like, are you fucking kidding me? This child got murdered. Yeah. And that's what always pissed me off was that. You always hear these things about like, oh, what about the children? Will somebody think of the children? Yeah, exactly. Look at how outraged people were about Sandy Hook. Yeah. Right? Oh, I oh, can't believe we have have gun reform because of that, blah, blah, blah. And, then, and, and they're literally murdering black kids. And you're like, well. And, and remember Columbine? Remember back then when we had to have, we had to have, we have to have gun reform, this and that? Yeah. But why Even is though. It- Years prior it's, to, there's always shootouts in California. Huh, you didn't hear about it, it. It's funny how it's like when it's white kids that get affected. Oh, now we need, now we need legislation. Exactly. And that's what pisses me off because I've seen people post about, oh, look at, look at these, this kid or, oh, oh, this is, yeah. oh, he got in trouble for some dumb, dumb shit. Yeah. Oh, this is an outrage. And it's like a fucking kid was murdered for playing. Yeah. Literally, all he was doing was playing. And you didn't say shit. You haven't continued to say shit. And you never even gave a shit. And that's what th- this is honestly what these things are about. It's about having to grow up. That was, what, five, six years ago? Yeah. And that's just like within our little small time frame. Some of these people have nonstop grown up with this. So it's like, why do you think that this stuff is boiling over and constantly yeah. boiling over? And the the thing is, I hate these people that talk about, yeah, well, the protests earlier, like they were doing exactly what these protests are doing, but now you're 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 not speaking them against this. It's like someone was posting something about like, oh, so now COVID nineteen doesn't exist. Have you not fucking seen the pictures? Literally everyone Everyone yeah. protesting has masks, has gloves. Some of them obviously Some have. Them, I mean, like, they, full cover. they're in a they're in a congregation, but it's most of the time I see them, they're, they're still kind of spread yeah, out. I mean, yeah, sometimes they're grouped together, but guess what? Who's grouping them together? But the you fucking. But you want to know what's so stupid about that? Is you're, they're being hypocrites because it's like, why are you talking about COVID now when earlier this? Last month, that's what I'm saying. You were they were the protest was literally about. Huh. I don't have to wear a mask. Yeah, COVID, we already flattened the curve. So these guys should be good, right? Because we flattened the curve. Yeah. But then now they want to be snarky and be like, see, and obviously I'm talking about libertarians posting this. They're like, oh, see, now no one cares. It's like everyone I've ever seen that is protesting right now have masks. There's literally a video of a cop pulling a guy's mask down and spray can or spray um, pepper spraying him. So it's like, what I don't get what you want. Do you just not want to see what's happening? Yeah, and and one thing too that I hate is that they're like, well, it's all the protesters. The protesters are the ones who are breaking in and, and looting and graffiti. And it's like, no, we literally have evidence that it's people come from somewhere else. Like, there, did you see the one video of um the two white girls who are like spray painting on the on the building like Black Lives Matter, and like Probably. the 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 person recording walks up to them and is like. Who are you guys? Like, why are you doing that? No one told you to do this. And see, and this leads us to conspiracy theory. And it's like, because that's exactly what the government wants. <laughs> but there are like paid protest, like people who go in to, to just cause like damage. 
there and like it sounds it does sound ridiculous because when like someone like a Donald Trump says it, he's talking about like like he'll talk about this, but it's like what he yeah, means. He tries, it, to, he tries to he insinuate says, that Black all, Lives Matter. Yeah, there you go. Or like Antifa is all paid. They're all paid. And it's like, no, but like he actually is kind of right, but not in like the right way he thinks he's right. Yeah. It's when we talked about this before where it's hard to sometimes talk about these things because as soon as you put it out there, people are like, oh, well, see, now it's just this. Or you're talking or, about this. And it's like, no, like we said, things aren't always one way or the other. Or there, um, or there, cops that are off duty. Like, did you see those one cops who they pulled up in a truck near a station that they like they had the protesters had for like water and food for people, and they just started throwing the jugs of water or, or throwing the the bottles of water into their car and like they were like just destroying everything. And then they were they were cops because they they pulled up with their sirens on, like they were like the police, but they were off duty and they were not wearing like. They're wearing re- like regular clothes, yeah. And they well, just like yeah, started doing, and people are like telling, like people are literally telling them to stop. Like that's not, like that's not, like how is that right? And and look at, I'm not saying that everything going on is right. We know that you know something that may look kind of fucked up. It's like that was, yeah, maybe that's accidental. I don't know. But now you're saying that. See, this is how all of them are. And it's like. Not only is that fucking racist, yeah. but then you won't admit that that's how cops are too. Yeah. That shows you the root of the problem is that because you generalize, you generalize your thinking and you say that, well, they're all like that. And, th- and that's a big thing that, that people are fighting for is the fact that they're saying, hey, you may not be inherently racist, but you've grown up in a system that in this country. That is built on racism. Yeah, that is built on people just won't let them be. They're trying to fight for their right to be like, hey, stop fucking killing us. Stop making us live this this lifestyle that you put on pawn of us. Yeah, it's like. And you're like, well, they shouldn't be looting their own their own cities. But and then again, it's like <clears throat> they could have fixed this all in the beginning. Right. Where one of the other like that guy obviously should not be a cop. Right. Obviously, he shouldn't 100% never have been a cop. And if you were going to make him a cop, then put him through more, some kind of like, like test them on like psychiatric things, like every two, right? Like every two years or so, like put them through something like something like, but then also like other cops should not be just letting him do that, right? Like the other cops there should have taken the action and been like, hey, no, get off of him. Like, what are you doing? Like, but they, but they also have this mentality of like, cops don't snitch on other cops. We're brothers. Yeah. And it's like, that's stupid to me that they have like, I get why you have that mentality, but at the same time, it's like, it's, it's really stupid because then no one gets um, held accountable for anything. Yeah. And then like, not only that, but then it's like, if he was, if you were letting these people get through all this, these steps to get to where we were and he kills this man, they, they should have held them accountable, accountable as soon as that happened. And they should have taken them to jail, and they should have convicted them of, of um, at least him, of first degree murder. Yeah, and that's how a real, like a real justice system would work. Yeah, but that's no. Oh, it took how long for them to be like, oh well, yeah, we're now we're gonna arrest them. Yeah, and that yeah, that's what you have to remember is that this was kicking off because they wouldn't even arrest the cop. Yeah, that's that's what it was, and I and that's why I told my sister I was like, if they had just at least done that. 
Well, all the I other racist know, honestly, stuff aside, but if they always done that, yeah, that's that's what I mean. If they if that's what they would do, if they because like people always bring up, yeah, but cops like they have it so hard. It's like, no, they don't. This this another thing is if you actually know real policemen, yeah, you know how they, many times they yeah. don't fire their gun. You know how many times they don't get. Uh, there was a guy who retired like thirty years, and he said he never once fired his gun. Yeah, and and I'm not saying that. They never are in oh, danger. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but just but like like fi- firemen, like EMTs. I'm like, pretty sure firemen are more in danger than police officers. Yeah, and they're like most well, of the time. Well, I need to kill you to get into this fire. So yeah, but and 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 like I was telling my my family, I was like, even if you you accept that that thought of okay, maybe they're in such like they have to be on the offensive a little bit more and be more alert, right? If we just held them accountable, they would also not kill people. Yeah. If you just because we don't the, hold them accountable, they're just like bang, bang, bang. Oh, well, did you see? He was being he he was um he said he couldn't breathe at me. Yeah. So people pretend that there is no humane way to take down criminals, even though we've known our own our own country to take down literal mass murderers who've killed. Oh, this dozens of people. This white guy is like shooting. Uh, he has a gun and he's shooting at people in the street. Let's try and calm him down. Yeah. We'll gently go to him. Oh, like we don't want to get him mad. Like just calm him down. Oh, here, come on, sir. Just give me the weapon. Oh, okay, okay. And then they they pat him on the back and they're like, "All right, let's take you. Let's take you home, Man. sir." And that's why everyone's mad. Yeah. And <laughs> we'll stop it right now. God, because we can keep going on. Yeah. But it's just. Stop falling into what the left says, what the right says. Stop believing that, <clears throat> well, Trump told me this and I've seen this, so obviously this is true. Or, oh, look at what Nancy Pelosi posted and all she knows, like she's smart, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she started the Black Lives Matter challenge. <laughs> so, it's like. You're just buying into the narrative they want you to buy into. If mm. you just... If you pull yourself back, even if you do have like, well, I'm a small business owner and I, I hate seeing this. It's like, okay, I get it. I do. But just pull back a little and try to understand where people are. I'm not saying they have to destroy your business. I, I would honestly like if they didn't destroy your business. Yeah, destroy but, bigger business. Yeah. But it's sometimes things don't seem like they make sense because there's so much packed in one thing that you literally have to like, okay, well, so this led to this, this is this, this is why this is this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, maybe because we're more empathetic to like not only people of color, but like we're not rich and, you know, we, we've come from a certain background, but everyone's hurting. Yeah. But you just have to sit back and say, hey, I may not fully agree with what's going on. I may not totally understand what's going on, but I do know that you that you guys as a community are hurting and that this stuff does happen. It's not like we're just making it up. Oh, well, white guys actually get murdered more. Oh, my God. No, they don't. Exactly. I hate when they try and throw that. <laughs> yeah. Well, statistically, on average, if you look at the percentages <laughs> that, that I threw out of nowhere, then they get killed more. Yeah, why don't white crime happens way more? Um, <laughs> no, if you just put that aside and just say, 
hey, I stand with you and I do believe Black Lives Matter, then maybe we can get through this. Yeah. And and trust me, from being someone who feels like people don't even think I exist, they literally think Native Americans died off. Like, that's honest. That's true. And when they do believe that we exist, they think that we live in, like, these huts and we don't have electricity. That's what people think of Native Americans. So being from being from that background, having having that lineage, I can still say Black Lives Matter because they do because they've been through so much. Just like my people have been through so much, and really anyone from this southwestern region on have been through so much. So have Black Lives. That's all we're asking is just why can't if you want you want you always want people to stand with. Oh, you got to stand for the people who fight for your country. Or oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. Oh, well, we're we're all one. We're all one people. We're one nation. Then stand with them. Yeah. Don't stand for the government that's trying to oppress them. Stand for the people that are trying to live. Isn't that what you want? Life, liberty, and justice. Because it seems like that's what they want. I don't know. But we're 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 young and naive, right? Oh yeah, we're. Oh. We're totally going to get more conservative when we get older because then we see how real life is. Yeah. Can't wait till I see how real life is. I've been waiting. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. It's not that bad. Stands with Black Lives Matter. 100%. This is the fucking news. Um, So, in case you didn't know, Mel Gibson, um, his new film, Force of Nature, is... um, Written by white people, and it's for white people. It's set in the exotic locale of Puerto Rico. Have you ever heard of it? It's 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 a little far away, but it, it has nothing to do with America, except that everyone there is an American citizen, and they're part of America, and they should just be like the 51st state. But other than that, what does that have to do with America, right? Um, but Force of Nature... An action movie set in Puerto Rico during Maria Maria during Hurricane Maria completely misses the point. It tries to tell a story based loosely on our truth while excluding um, them from the narrative of Puerto Ricans. Um, which it's just kind of it's strange that it's like why do why do we keep doing this? Like why does Hollywood keep doing this? Where they they get an actor who's who's white like uh, Tom Cruise and they put them in like these movies that it's like The Last Samurai or <laughs> or like these movies, or like what was the one? Um, I heard the last Samurai is pretty good. I heard that too, but and it's actually not. I've what never you... watched it because of because exactly. Yeah, that. Um, but like these movies where it's like, oh, the white the white guy has to come in and save savior. the white savior. Like it's it's just so ridiculous. And I think to top it all off, it's Mal Gibson, which it's like you couldn't have picked the worst person to like to star in this movie. Like even like even if you got like. Why not get a Puerto Rican guy to be in it, right? And then, but does that does that so bad? I don't think so, right? Because no. it's like, because then it's like he wouldn't like go in there. I feel like this is just an excuse for um, Mal Gibson to pretend kill um, people of color so that he could be like, yeah, yeah, you're dead, you're dead. Yeah, I don't know. It like it's it's one thing to have a a John Wick mm-hmm. be like a revenge film, right? Yeah, kind kind of silly, but still like, it's not like he's like, oh, I'm going after this 
cocaine like thing, blah blah blah. All these <laughs> yeah. they're all these Mexicans. It's like, yeah, that lo- that always looks kind of like fucked up because it's like, but why you? Yeah, like why? But to have something like this or what was that other movie he was in not that long ago where dragged across concrete yeah where it's like oh he's seeking revenge on these these thugs yeah oh that's that's not a good look yeah wasn't that one like controversial too because wasn't it like the same it went straight to like dvd because of it but see but i don't understand why do we keep why do why do they keep trying to make mal gibson like a thing again I don't know. They keep they give him so many fucking chances. We, and it we literally you just said it. We have Keanu Reeves now. And the different the difference is Keanu Reeves actually he when he went to the Matrix stuff, he was like, Hey, I actually really love this stuff. And then continued with like the karate and like the arm stuff. Yeah. Like he actually knows how to do this shit. Yeah. So when you're watching it on screen, it's like, oh, he's a badass. Oh, because he is a badass. And to an extent, Tom Cruise does try to, you that, know, that's true. push the he limit do, of he being does. A, he tries to do as much as he can his own stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, he's he's like my size, so what do you <laughs> So, it, it just, it never, like, it never made sense to me why people still want him to be in those type of movies. I think it's... I mean, we even... We said as a collective community, they were like, hey, you know the movies you're most famous for that really made you a star? Yeah, we're going to replace you because you can't do any of this anymore. Yeah. And we're going to get someone who's a lot better, so it's okay. It never made sense to me why they try to push these stars so much. I mean, it's just like, I don't want to see very aged... Like, I mean, the only the only one I feel like the only like very aged white man seeking revenge that seemed to work so far was Liam Neeson. Yeah. But true. I also think that was because it was like, huh, you know, I thought Liam Neeson's was kind of like a Barbara Streisand. Yeah, exactly. But I hear he's rocking shit. Um, but there, or there's better ways to write a script where it's like a, a Sicario, right? The main character is a white woman, but you also have like this co- complexity of like, is it right to go into a foreign country just to take down this one guy? And then also the government uses them as a puppet. It's like a whole bunch of other. Plus Benicio del Toro's character is like a badass. That's why they made a whole second movie about him. But there are ways to do it, right? Like where it's like you could have done something way better with this movie, but instead you're like, how about it's lethal weapon, but. Mal Gibson doesn't have a black sidekick, and everyone's is brown instead of black. I think it doesn't help that we fucking hate Mel Gibson. Yeah. He so. should just go back to making comedies like Hacksaw Ridge. Wasn't that a comedy? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a comedy. From the trailer, what I saw was nothing but hilarity. Yeah. I mean, you can't just be like, I'm a Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pedal like it. This grenade. Uh, God told me not to use no guns. So uh, stupid. Yeah, fuck Mel Gibson. Yeah. Fuck his apologists. Yeah. Fuck Hollywood for keep letting him come back. Yeah. Like you've canceled people way harder for very, very, very much less. Exactly. So st- just stick by your guns and just have them go back to Australia. Yeah. So we finally get to learn that. I mean, not only is the Dark Universe, like, for sure, 
like as a sure thing, like coming back and it's like, cause we were kind of, we were wondering that and we kind of joke about it every now and then, but we, we weren't a hundred percent sure because with invisible man, it's like, okay, I could see them making something out of it, but like, are, how are they going to do it? And this and that. Right. But for sure. Now we have concrete evidence that they're, that that's exactly what they're trying to do. Still. Is it Blumhouse presents mm. universals dark, what was it out again? Dark, uh, the dark universe. Dark universe. No, although I think that would actually make money because at least Jason Blum knows how to like make money. Um, the Wolf Man. So they're they're betting all. Okay, so Invisible Man came out. Now we're gonna do the Wolf Man. And guess who's gonna be the Wolf Man? Liam Neeson. No, you're close. But it's gonna be Ryan Gosling. Which, honestly, you know what? I don't think it's a bad. That's a bad choice, right? I mean, I, depending on how they do it, I think if you go a little bit more serious with it, I, I don't know. But if you kind of make it a little bit funnier, because he is really funny. Like we've seen him be really funny in um in Nice Guys and in like, like oh, uh, Crazy Stupid Love, like the, he's really funny in in the Nice Guys. Um, but I think if you go a little bit too dramatic with it, it gets into like La La Land, and you're like, uh. Why are these white people talking so much and singing? I think think that's like the problem because you're right. It sounds fine, right? Ryan Gosling's awesome. Putting him in something like this may be awesome. But at one point in time, hearing that Russell Crowe was going to be Dr. Jekyll, I was like, sounded like, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I could see him doing something like that. And then look at what we got. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so is this wait we might have missed it or maybe we don't understand is this universal's second take on actually third it would be their third take I think what they might be going for is more of a marvel format now cuz they I think what they were trying to do was trying to be more DC where they're like well we have to fit it in now like it has to fit in now because we got we're going to do the justice league in two movies from now I think what they're doing is, okay, we get an Invisible Man. We get a Wolf Man. You know what I would save? I would save Dracula for the last. Maybe you introduce him as the one that brings them all together. Maybe you give us another creature from the Black Lagoon. But you make Guillermo del, del Toro direct it. Because then he's like, but I, I want there to be a romance between the woman and the fish man. But yeah, so that's why. I, so they don't have a, a director as of yet. They're still like, I get, well, and obviously in the early stages. Um, but one outlet mentions that it may be a little like Nightcrawler with uh, that Jake Gyllenhaal movie where he plays a creepy, like disaster chasing tabloid photographer. <clears throat> we talked, yeah, we did talk about this a little bit, but now that you're actually putting it forward, I'm intrigued, Yeah, but it is going to be interesting because, the Invisible Man, honestly, it, I think what it did was it set out to be like, hey, we're our own thing. And it did something different, right? It wasn't about <clears throat> it wasn't about taking some crazy potion or crazy lab experiment. It was just technology. Technology turned this guy into an Invisible Man because he had the suit. So now that you want to put forward this other stuff, it... It still could be somewhat viable, um, but the idea 
of having like that more grounded kind of dark universe was a little bit interesting. I mean, I could still see him do something crazy where like the Frankenstein monster could easily be someone that they just patched together, right? They're like, oh, he wants to save this guy. So he, you know, he robs these corpses and, you know, because of nanotechnology, they're, you know, yeah. they help them together, whatever. Like, yeah, I could see that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you could, I guess you could try to figure some of this stuff out, but I also feel like if it isn't a Blumhouse presents Dark Universe and it is more of a Blumhouse and works with Univer- Universal with their universe, I feel like it could be a little bit weird because. I think Universal is always going to be like, no, he, yeah, see, he, uh, it's an ancient curse and he got bit by the ancient wolf and now he's a wolf man or whatever. They could do something like that and it's like, okay, but then you're saying it ties into the Invisible Man and yeah. now it feels like it's really weird. Well, Invisible Woman now. Now it's going to be real. You know what I mean? And yeah. then if they do end up like, like, I don't know, it just, I feel like, Blumhouse did something really cool and interesting. And then Universal's like, see, we know what we're talking about. Let's go again. And it's like, you guys aren't learning from your fucking mistakes. There's a reason why that worked. Um, mainly because Blumhouse was like, no, we know what we're doing. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. It just, I, it sounds cool, right? I mean, the Dark Universe in general being brought to like modern day would be cool. But we talked about even waiting, right? Waiting a decade or two to try to bring it back. So we can we can clear all this. So you don't have another vampire movie. You don't have another Frankenstein or werewolf movie. Just let those be. So when everything comes back, it's like, oh, this is all interesting now again. Yeah. But now that they're pushing for it again, it's like, I I don't know. I I mean, obviously, we're going to be intrigued by it, and I guess we'll see where it goes, but I don't have a ton of hope. It's weird when I say I have more hope that I have more hope with Blumhouse taking over than with Universal mm. trying to work with Blumhouse. Honestly, we just we're going to have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not too hopeful on this one. So. Mm. In a time when gods walk the earth, an epic battle rages between the encroaching civilization of man and the gods of the forest. When the forest has been cleared and the wolves wiped out, this place will be the richest land in the world. Now, the fate of the world rests on the courage of one fearless princess. I'm not afraid to die, and I would do anything to get the humans out of here. And one brave warrior. You fight like a demon, boy. Like something possessed. What exactly are you here for? To see with eyes unclouded by hate. Now watch closely, everyone. I'm going to show you how to kill a god. Fire! Battle. 
Jillian Anderson, Billy Crudup, Claire Danes, Minnie Driver, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Billy Bob Thornton. You cannot alter your fate, however. You can rise to meet it if you choose. Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke is a 1997 Japanese animated fantasy war film written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki. In Morimachi, Japan, an Amishi village is attacked by a demon. The last Amishi prince, Ashitaka, kills it before it reaches the village, but its corruption curses his right arm. The curse gives him superhuman strength, but will eventually spread through his body and kill him. The villagers discover that the demon was a boar god, Nago corrupted by an iron ball lodged in his body. The village's wise woman tells Ashitaka that he may find a cure in the western lands Nago came from, but he cannot return to his homeland. Before Ashitaka leaves, his bride-elect Kaya gives him her crystal dagger that he will not forget her. Heading west, mountain on his red elk, Yakul, Ashitaka meets Jigo, an opportunist posing as a monk, who tells Ashitaka he may find help from the great forest spirit a deer-like animal god by day and a giant night walker by night. Nearby, men herd oxen to Irontown, led by Lady Eboshi and repel an attack by a wolf pack led by the wolf goddess Moro. Riding one of the wolves is San, a human girl raised by Moro after her parents abandoned her. Ashitaka discovers two injured Irontown men and carries them through the forest where he encounters many Kodama and glimpses the forest spirit. In Irontown, Ashitaka learns that Iboshi built the town by clear-cutting forests to claim iron sand and produce iron, leading to conflicts with the forest gods and Asano, a loco demio. Irontown is a refuge for social outcasts, including former prostitutes who now work for Iboshi in her foundry and lepers employed to manufacture firearms. It was one of these guns that had wounded Nago. Iboshi also explains to Ashitaka that she intends to kill the forest spirit believing that its blood can cure anything and that San, who she calls Princess Mononoke, will become fully human once the forest is cleared and the wolves killed. San infiltrates Irontown to kill Eboshi, and they engage in a duel. Ashitaka attempts to break up the fight with the curse now manifesting as worm-like specter on his right arm, but when the talks fail, he knocks both San and Eboshi unconscious. As Ashitaka leaves, San slung over his shoulder, he is unintentionally shot by a villager, but the curse gives him the strength to carry San out of the village. San awakens and prepares to kill the weakened Ashitaka, but hesitates when he tells her that she is beautiful. A group of apes attempts to claim Ashitaka so that they may eat him and claim his strength, only to be scared off by the wolves when they insult San. She then convinces Yakul to help her carry Ashitaka to safety. She takes him to the forest and decides to trust him after the forest spirit saves his life and learning from Yakulova's people, their village, and their forest, going so far as to aid him in eating when he is too weak to chew. A boar clan led by the blind boar god Okado plans to attack Irontown to save the forest, in spite of Moro's insistence that they will be slaughtered. Okado also thanks Ashitaka for killing Nago, but tells him that he will have to kill him if they meet again. Eboshi prepares for battle and sets out to kill the forest spirit with Jigo, 
who is working for the government. She intends to give the god's head to the emperor, who believes the forest spirit's blood will make him immortal in return for protection from Lord Asana. Ashitaka recovers from his wounds, but remains cursed and is told to leave the forest by Mara under pain of death after he asks her to let San leave with him. Before leaving, he also gives San Kaya's crystal decker. He then returns to Iron Town to find it besieged by samurai and heads out to warn Eboshi. The Boar Clan is annihilated in battle and Okado is corrupted by his wounds. Jigo's men disguise themselves in boar skins and trick the rampaging Okado into leading them into the forest. Overcome with fear, Okado transforms into a demon. Dan tries to stop Okado but is swept up in his demonic corruption, becoming trapped. Moro intervenes and Ashitaka dives into the corruption but is cast out into the nearby lake. The forest spirit then euthanizes Okado and Mara, allowing Ashitaka to free and revive San. As the forest spirit transforms into the Nightwalker, Eboshi decapitates it. It then bleeds a black ooze which spreads over the land, killing anything it touches as the Nightwalker searches for its head, which Jigo steals. The forest and Kodama begin to die. Mara's head comes alive and bites off Eboshi's right arm, but she survives with Ashitaka's aid. This initially angers San, who reaffirms her hatred for humans and her identity as a wolf. But after embracing Ashitaka, who tells her that there is still hope, she decides to aid him and the humans. After the samurai either flee or are killed by the ooze, and the majority of Iron Town is evacuated as the ooze advances, Ashitaka and San pursue Jigo and retrieve the head after a brief scuffle, returning it to the forest spirit. The spirit dies as the sun rises, but its form washes over the land and heals it, making the plants on the once desolate hills near Irontown bloom again while lifting Ashitaka's curse. Ashitaka stays to help rebuild Irontown, but promises San he will visit her in the forest, with San saying she loves him. Iboshi reunites with the townspeople and vows to build a better town. The forest begins to regrow, and a Kodama emerges from the underground. Princess Mononoke. Dom, <laughs> yes, uh, you know a lot about this, so why don't you go ahead and tell me what you thought about the story. So, a long time ago, I watched... Uh, I think it might have been Hal's Movie Castle. I, oh, no, wait. Actually, it was probably Kiki's Delivery Service. Then I but I didn't know that it was all part of the same um, same studio. Uh, and then I watched Hal's Movie Castle, and I really loved it. And I was like, oh, I want to watch like more of these, these films. And I found out that there was more by the same studio. And so then I, I saw Spirited Away, and I was like, man, these are such great films. Then eventually I learned of Princess Mononoke, and I watched it, and I was like, blown away because this movie is is so amazing it's so good it's honestly my favorite um studio ghibli film uh besides when marnie was there because when marnie was there it's like on a whole nother level that's uh, like a masterpiece unto itself but this movie to me it just kind of the reason why i love it is because it's it feels like to me like how i see the world where it's like this duality of like we need to preserve like the like the forest and we can't keep corrupting 
nature but at the same time we do need to progress and we do need to build things like it's this idea of like where do you find the middle ground right where do you decide like hey we need to stop like polluting but we can't stop um we can't stop progress just because i don't know if i'm getting it across right well i think i think we would have saw that if um, colonizers never came to America. Yeah, see, because, but that's what I love about, okay, so films that are not from America, and I've, we've talked about this before, they see they see things differently. They structure their movies completely differently. They have different themes and different, uh, they have different, like, like this is a, a kid's movie. This <clears throat> movie has a lot of violence. There's a lot of, like, decapitations and a lot of, like, arms getting shot off and, and, and stuff like that. But like, like this movie was the highest grossing film in Japan until Spirited Away came out. So from 1997 to 2001, it was the highest grossing film in Japan. And it's like, it's such a beautiful story of like, we need to like protect. And that's what Hayao Miyazaki has been talking about for years. And that's what his first um, manga and his first mo- what his first movie, Na- Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind was brought here to America in the 80s, but they completely butchered it because they're like, well, we want something like Star Wars, so how can we make this like Star Wars? And they're like, okay, well, we'll recut it, and we'll the, we'll butcher the, the dub, so it's more like Star Wars. And that's what everyone got for the longest time. And then years later, they finally got the, like, the revised cut, and it's like, this is nothing like what we originally got. Because you can see the same message in that. This, that's almost like a proto-Princess Mononon okay his message is basically the same it's like if we don't because it's it's set in the future where because of pollution and because of not taking care of the environment um like basically humans have to live in this small sanctuary area where like they can live because everywhere else is toxic and it's like see that's that's where it'll get us is like we'll be we're gonna go extinct because we're gonna cause it and it's like, but it doesn't get too like overly preachy. Uh, not, not Nasca. Nasca's, I think, a little bit more. So, but Princess Mononoke at least like understands that like people need to live too. Like you, but we should have instead of like just destroying the forest. Why don't we take resources from like that's? I think that's where the conclusion is: is we take resources, but we need to refill those resources. And uh, I just. Th- like his just Hayao Miyazaki's just view on like on the way he structures a movie, the way he writes it. That I like I said before, I love seeing movies not from a, from Hollywood because a lot of times Hollywood just tries to give you like that like oh it has to be this, it has to be a three act structure, it has to, you have to have the main character, the main character has to fall in love with with this person, this blah 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 blah. blah. There has to be a concrete like like this movie has no villain. Like you you could say like Lady Eboshi and maybe G, maybe Jigo is, but at the same time like Emperor. But at the same time like the the forest spirits are also being like destructive because they're trying to destroy the human. So it's like. That like that to me because like if this was made here, you know they would have picked one and they would have been like this is the bad guy. Yeah, what's the main character name? Ashitaka. Ashi Ashitaka. I think it is interesting because he is the main character, so your eyes are always watching what he's doing, 
And it is interesting because you're right. You're going back and forth between how he loves and he respects the forest and the spirits and all this stuff. But then he comes or he uh, goes to Irontown and he like respects the, the, the leader chick, whatever her name is, you know, he interacts with like the, the lesser thans, if you will. Mm -hmm. He saved the, those guys and all this stuff. Like, you know, like he has like some, some like just like respect i guess for like what's going on he can see like oh i understand where you're coming from because i am also you know from this community and blah 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 and whatever blah 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 but like i don't know you like it is it's interesting to watch it through american eyes because yeah you're right you're waiting for like well what well what's what's the bad guy what's gonna go on here and you, you really don't like Watching, like, for someone, like I said, for someone uh, like me who is not a nerd, you know, <laughs> you know, a lot of this stuff is newer to me. But, yeah, but watching it from, like, fresher viewing eyes, it, it, is, it is, it's really interesting to watch it because you're waiting for this guy to, like, pick a fucking side. Like, why aren't you picking a side? Like, yeah. what's, you know what I mean? Like, the, this girl obviously hates you and all this stuff. Like, <laughs> whatever. She's not going to kiss you, dude. Like, <laughs> don't be an incel about it. <clears throat> and, but, like, you know what I mean? But then it's like, oh, but he's going to turn on the city. But he's not turning on the city. And even in the movie, they tell him, like, why should we trust you? Yeah. You know? And he's like, come on. Come on, guys. I'm actually talking. Yeah, come on. Come on. I mean, you know, um, and yeah, and and plus, like, what's really cool too is everyone talks about like, oh, well, look at them trying to push feminism on us and blah blah blah. This movie is from 1997, yeah. And they have not only do they have like a strong leader and a woman, but the way that they they view these women that were lesser than like in the city, they're like hardworking, they're you know, loud mouth, yeah. Like you know, they they're not afraid. They're they're literally like saving the city. Mm -hmm. And it's like, huh, it's weird. It's almost like this might be an American problem. Mm, maybe. Mm, I don't know. Wait, you're telling me America has more than just a racist problem? Huh, I don't know. Is that is that a thing? Can you do that? <laughs> Can you do that? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's little stuff like that. Yeah. And uh I mean obviously I think the one thing that really draws people in is like the artwork, how oh, it yeah. looks, how it feels. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really liked it. Billy Bob Thornton threw me off for a bit. See, th that's my only complaint about this movie is the, cause I want to, I have never watched it. Um, the, um, subtitled. the subtitled version. Cause I really, I've been wanting to, but I just haven't got around to it. But the dub, the dub for this was made back in like the late nineties, early two thousands. So the people they got for this, I feel like are the wrong um, Billy Crudup, I think, is not a good fit for Ashitaka. Um, yeah, Billy Bob Thornton is it's like honestly, when you see that character design, you think of like maybe like a Danny DeVito, right? <laughs> <laughs> not not, but you but you know what I mean. Like maybe someone a little bit more crass or something. And even like um, San's character, after a while, Claire Dane like fits it a little bit, but at first, it's just kind of she just doesn't like sound like how you think she's going to sound. Yeah. But I think the the rest of the cast sounds pretty good. Like Jada Pickett Smith sounds is pretty good. Um Minnie Driver's pretty good as um Lady Aboshi. I just think it's those like 
core people that it's like it couldn't have gotten anyone else, right? And anyone else, I think. But nowadays, you can get like great people to voice like like you can get Kieran and Shipka and Haley Steinfeld to to voice when Marnie was there. Really, any you could find a lot of dubs that bother people. I think if he was a little more gruff, I think that's what they were he was thinking. too smooth. Yeah. I think that's what they were thinking, but then he just went in and was like, okay, I'm just going to use my voice. I'm just going to read it like normal. But I think they kind of wanted more of like a scruffy kind yeah, of. Yeah, they wanted a. I think that's what they, they wanted a sling blade, but he gave him mm. a. What's a, what's another Billy Bob Thornton Where are you from? What's another Billy Bob Thornton movie? <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, that's, that's always going to be a problem for dub films. And I have no problem with. Someone's being dubbed. No. It's just, yeah, it's just, it threw me off a lot because it's like, that's obviously Billy Bob Thorne. Yeah. Some people, yeah, some people, you're right. You could, you could kind of forgive like the Claire Danes and stuff. It kind of just like, it kind of soothes in. So you're like, okay, this is this right now. But Billy Bob Thorne was like, it's Billy Bob Thorne. That's Billy Bob Thorne. Billy yeah. Bob Thorne. It's, that's just that. Yeah. I mean, Studio Ghibli is like, since. I've been like watching their films like more and more over the years. And now that they're on HBO max, which I highly recommend going and watching as many of their films as you can. Um, they are an amazing studio. They, they don't put out a lot Allegedly. of movies. They don't put out a lot of films, but when, when they do put out a film, it's like they give it a, like 300%. Like, honestly, if you love this movie, the next one I recommend watching is, when Marnie was there. If you or or Spirited Away. If you want like older, go for Spirited Away. If you want something newer and looks like it just got it. That movie looks beautiful. Um, when Marnie was there. But God, like even Hell's Moving Castle. Like Hell's Moving Castle is an adaption, but like the way he took that and like threw it, twisted it on its head, like it's so good. Like they like oh I could go on and on about Hayao Miyazaki because he's an amazing writer and director. Um, I I love that he retires and then he's just like, okay I'm gonna make another film and he just makes another one. He's like, okay now I'm retired. Okay I guess I'll make another one and then he just keeps making films. And he stood up to Harvey Weinstein. Um, when when this one was first being produced like to being dubbed for to come out here in America. Harvey Weinstein wanted to cut cut this movie up to shreds. Like he wanted it to be more action packed and like less about like the environment. Like who the fuck cares? Like and he wanted to like cut things down. And then like I I think this really happened, but I'm not sure. Like everyone says it all the time that he sent him a, a samurai sword. I mean, oh, like he sent him yeah. a, a samurai sword and it said no cuts. Yeah, and it's like good. So at least someone had the balls to stand up to Harvey Weinstein. But this movie is, it's so good. Oh, God. Like, from beginning to end, it's just, it's its, it's drawn beautifully. Um, the the story is amazing. I love the parts, too. Even the parts where it's kind of lull, where, like, it's just him walking through, and, like, he sees, like, the battle. Like, it, even, like, slow parts are still, like, really good. Yeah. Well, because it's all about, like, the atmosphere of what's mm. going on. That's right. why I think you'd I think you'd like when Marnie was and, there. And I think that that's also why it works really well is because it focuses on this <clears throat> this character who is neutral yet very passionate. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 
So those parts that are like quiet and you're walking and you just hear whatever, it's like, yeah, but that fits the character. That fits the narrative. There's not like crazy music going on all the time because that's not the person he is. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, honestly, we'll probably end up reviewing other things now. Um, great film. Backed super hard. With everything that's going on, and a lot of a lot of people are being called out for like not supporting this, not supporting that. And one thing that I saw was like, and I talked to I was talking to Fernando about this before we started. Um, some people on the news are calling out like, especially like celebrities. Like, should celebrities be more involved when it things like this? Um, I think the the consensus yes. is yes, <laughs> because a lot of times they do come from these communities before, right? They or they've had interactions like this before, and that's what they or some of them have even built their career on like, like like Ice Cube, like his whole career is built on like fuck, fuck the, the police, police. <laughs> like that's literally what he built his whole career on, and it's like, but I'm not saying him specifically, but I'm saying other celebrities are not coming out when they should yeah and they should be like hey i'm here for you guys but there, there are those celebrities who do come out and sometimes for the problematic ways that we'll get into but like uh, there are some that um even though i don't there's some celebrities i don't like and but there but even them like prissy Teigen, i'm not a big fan of her but at least she is she did donate to get like a lot of the protesters like their bail to get them bailed out um and then there's like celebrities that I do like that like Seth Rogen who like he posts about this stuff like they post about this stuff right and they're they're doing exactly what you should do with right wing and and racist and fascist people who are on the internet that are trolls that just try and like that try and say shit right on the internet but then when when you call them out or you get in their face they they act like little puppies and they run away he posted about Black Lives Matter, and people are like talking shit to him, like, "Oh, well, you just you're just doing this for like whatever, and you're just like, um, you're just trying to get like the likes from mom and like the hashtag All Lives Matter type of stuff." But he's like telling them like to fuck off and yeah. like get the fuck out of here, like then don't watch any of my movies, right? Your my movies aren't for you, then. Like it's it's um it's like. To me, that's awesome. It's like, yeah, right? Like, if you don't like this person online and you say this stuff, then don't watch their movie, right? But there's also that conversation of certain actors, certain celebrities, you know, um, influencers, whatever you want to call them, uh, having not only, like, should they speak about certain things, um, what is the most they could do? What's the least they could do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it hurtful? Is it helpful? <clears throat> because you're right. Like speaking out against it is the least you could do. Yeah. But should they be doing more? Should they, you know, should they, should they have to do more? Should they do less? Like, uh, like you had TI talk about like, Hey, you know, I understand like I'm with you guys, but like, you know, don't destroy your neighborhoods. Like, this is our communities and blah, blah, blah. While he goes back to his gated community. I know, right? In which he did get arrested one time because they didn't believe he lived there. <laughs> so it's like, that is a part of the conversation too, right? Because 
as much as uh, a Steve Corral could post about Black Lives Matter, should he be donating to these causes? Uh, is donating to the causes like is that like mandatory for people? I do feel like you have a platform, might as well use it. Mm-hmm. Should everyone be like that? I don't see like I don't think so. But at the same time, I feel like. If you're doing it because you're like, I genuinely feel for these people and I I want to, like, I need to help. Like, I feel like I need to help. Then that, that's good. But when you're you're going on there and you'll be like, hey, guys, I'm, look at me. I'm writing this check right now. I'm donating to these causes. See? Well, oh, more PR than yeah, personal. Where, yeah. Where you're, and then it's like the same thing we were talking about with, um. About Don Lemon, how when he said that he like, he talked to he reached out to people and they like they were like, oh yeah, but like look at my image, like what what does that do? Like you you know, there's a lot of like of celebrities out there who they're not saying anything because they they don't want like oh, they don't want to alienate yeah, one like, side or the other. Yeah, like and I I think I I want to bring up like because she hasn't said anything and even though it's like I think she's posted like one thing, but like Alan. Like everyone, oh, because she's, because oh, it's Alan. Everybody loves, like, nobody loves Alan. <laughs> God. But like, she has such a big, a wide fan base. You would think she'd be like, hey guys, like, we need to do something about this. Like, it's like, it's not just like, this doesn't just affect, like, yes, it affects like race in America, but also like, this goes to like other problems of like LGBT. And she could have reached like, right. Like she could have brought it. Like you can bring up other things too. Cause this, that's another problem too, is like, for some reason we have a problem with people who aren't straight. Did you know that? But yeah, it's just, it's right now. It's just like, it's, it's like tumultuous. And I wish, yeah, like we, we have a platform, right? Obviously we're right now we're talking with you and we're telling you our, our view and our stances on this. And I feel like people should, should do that more where they like, don't worry about like who, who likes you, who hates you and how many subscribers you need to get. If those people didn't want to hear you to begin with, they're not going to listen anyways. Yeah. Well, unless you don't care. Yeah. Then I guess you I don't mean, have to say no, anything. That's true. Unless you're like an incel out there who's like hardcore Donald Trump. And for some reason you listen to two, um, people of color, Talk trash about you constantly. <clears throat> hey, we're here for it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, you're right. Like it, it's interesting because there's conversations within conversations. Yeah. But don't let this take away from the greater picture mm-hmm. of this is we're talking about black people being murdered systematically yeah. through this like police state. Yeah, and and people, people who constantly. I think there's people who also they're celebrities who they constantly are like I'm with the people I'm always like these are like I grew up in those streets like too and then they get like they get a little famous and then like all of a sudden like they're like oh um hey guys like you guys should stop protesting because like that one business that does um advertising through through me like that I deal I deal with like that's getting damaged so maybe you guys should stop it's like when uh. When someone gets a new boyfriend and girlfriend and they take on a lot of like what they're into and it's like, but that's not you. Yeah. And that's, and I, and I think that's, what's really cool too is in these times you see how people really are, you know, if your favorite celebrity isn't speaking out, then they probably don't care or call them out. Right. Yeah. And even if you call them out, they don't say anything. They probably don't care. Like that's what I'm saying is, 
is you could take anything you want from it, to be honest. If you don't care, then don't care. Uh, if you want, if you're someone who's like, well, only support people who like support what I support, then this is a, like, this is something that you can look towards, right? You could say like, oh yeah, Seth Rogen, he totally fucks with what I believe in. Bam. But an Ellen, you know, posts nothing about it. And you're like, yo, fuck this bitch. She can't even say anything. She has a black guy as a DJ. She can't even speak out for him. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. Then go ahead. Like, I think we stand on the on like a a viewing point of like it's whatever. Like we know what we're about. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, celebrities don't want to be that way. Then fuck them. If they yeah. do, then all right. Uh, if you want to judge them for it, go ahead. If you don't, we don't care. I think I think it's like this when when we were kids in the nineties and we were being taught about the civil rights movement and we were taught about those people who were on the opposite side of the civil rights movement and how we view them. Like, is that how you want to be viewed in the future? Like, is that how, like when, when we look back 30, what was that? Yeah. Like 30 years, like, like we're in the future 30 years from now in 2050 and we're looking back and we're like, yeah, all those people who, who stood back while these like protesters were going up just like, like, you know, like this movement started and stuff. Right. And it's like, yeah. And all those people who stood on the other side, like, Oh yeah, they were heroes too. I'm a hundred percent sure. We're not going to be saying that. (laughs) I don't know. Revisionist history down. Who knows? I don't know. It's, it's like the, the conversation should be had. Yeah. If in times of, injustice and 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 when all this shit goes down and people don't speak out against it yeah that should be a marker of like who they really are as a person yeah and and yeah i get it sometimes people are like yeah but what about so and so they didn't even have um social media it's like okay well then don't talk about them yeah they'll they'll out themselves one way or the other another way so it's it's i don't know it's one of those things where it's like it's both very loaded and very easy to answer you know what i mean because you can't go deep into this what does this really mean oh the fact that they donated but they only donated this much money oh well look at so-and-so didn't post about this but oh they 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 made this donation or oh they posted about it but didn't you know what you could do all that sure but i guess like to make it easy should celebrities speak out? Yeah, they have a platform. They obviously, if they're people who have social media and all this stuff, they obviously want people to notice them. So then why not speak out against the stuff so people can notice this yeah. too, right? But to what extent? I mean, that's up to what to what you believe in. Do I think Seth Rogen should donate more money because he's rich? He could. I mean, why not? I would, yeah. but am I going to be like, oh, well, you know, just because you, you know, you post about this and you made a donation once, like, doesn't mean that you're really against us. Like, I'm not going to be that guy, but you could, if you want, if you really believe in it, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's kind of up to you, but you know, celebrities are celebrities and they'll do celebrity things. Well, I will say while you're calling out those celebrities, you should also be calling out politicians. Because they they have they literally have the capacity to to change things 
and they're failing us again. That I would just say, just remember, guys, there's still primaries that are coming up. There's still elections to be held. Uh, go out and vote if you can. Yeah, with that, we'll end it and say thank you for listening. Yeah. Please give us a follow on any of your streaming services. We do have a YouTube that updates automatically. Check that out. Uh, link will be in uh, the show description. Or follow us on any of our social. That's intb underscore podcast. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. You can email us directly at intbpodcast at gmail.com. And, yeah, honestly, like, how do you feel about everything that's going on? Do you feel like you're doing anything? Do you feel like you're not doing enough? How do you feel about celebrities? Do you think celebrities should be held mm-hmm. higher than, than than you Yeah, for their uh, accountability? And have you seen Princess Mononoke or any of the other Studio Ghibli films? Like, do you... Should they be held accountable because yeah. they haven't made a Black Rights um, movie? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let us know. Yeah, let us know how you feel. Yeah, even if you want to rant and rave about whatever, right? Movies. Yeah, even if you want to talk shit about it. Yeah, even if you want to t- try and call us out on, on anything we say. Uh, and yeah, I guess really be safe yes. out there. Um, be it, kind. Be mindful. If your city like ours or, or whatever has a curfew, just remember like... Be safe with that because there are people who are on their own property still being arrested, even though it's like, are you serious, dude? Like, how Like, how does that even count? Yeah. Literally, on your own property, just being outside seems like it's a hazard to you. Yeah. So, I'm not saying, we're not saying stay home, but just be safe. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, don't forget, Black Lives Matter. And remember, guys, it's not that bad. It's not that bad.